Welcome to Healthcare Perspectives, a podcast by Siemens Health and News about medical breakthroughs with the power to improve lives everywhere. Today, how can digital twins impact cancer care? Are they already changing the lives of cancer patients? And what does this mean for the future of oncology? Life expectancy is increasing, so we have more and more cases in oncology, and reoccurrence of tumor will be more and more a challenge in the oncology. This is clear. If we have the possibility to make the therapy strategies more transparent and more precise and collect and to combine this with the data, then we have the possibility to make more precise predictions for these patients. That's Christian Weissenberger, MD, talking about the potential of digital twins in cancer care. Christian leads the Center for Radiotherapy and Radio-Oncology in Freiburg im Breisgau, Germany. He's a radiation oncologist and palliative care physician, and in his practice, he and his team take care for about a thousand cancer patients every year. In this episode, Gabriel Haras, MD, president of Cancer Therapy Imaging at Varian, a Siemens Health Nears company, talks with Christian and Chloé Odigier, senior AI research scientist at Siemens Health Nears. Hi, I'm Gabriel Haras. You have cancer. That's one of the most terrifying sentences a person can hear in their life. Yet, almost every family has relatives who have received such a diagnosis. And every year, more and more people hear this sentence for the first time. As the global population continues to grow and get older on average, the World Health Organization assumes that the annual number of cancer diagnoses will have doubled by 2040 compared to 2018 putting even more stress on care teams and health systems that are largely operating at their limits already. So where do we go from here? Can new technology help cancer patients and at the same time ease the burden on care teams and health systems? Can it lead to better outcomes so that in the future we can live in a world without fear of cancer? Today, we want to take a closer look at a technology that has a potential to improve cancer care, digital twins. The concept of a digital twin has actually been successfully used in industry for many years. They are digital twin of product, process, system or facilities. And it can be viewed as an intuitive way to illustrate big data so that human can capture it and gain insight into the real world vision. So they are used in industry to optimize performance, to help detect issue before they occur, or to predict outcome more precisely. And we can easily extend this idea to cancer treatment with the final goal to improve the patient outcome. That's my colleague, Chloé Odiger. She's a senior research scientist in the field of artificial intelligence. Currently, Chloé is working on a digital twin of the liver that could help identify, simulate, and test therapy options for liver cancer. What is really exciting is that this can potentially be done even before treating the patient. Chloe, how do you create a digital twin 
of an organ. First of all, we are building a general anatomical model that would represent the organ shape, the volume, structure. And to do that, we are using machine learning algorithms that are actually trained on a large number of uh, images and they represent a, a general shape. And when we have one specific patient, we personalize this model for this given data of this patient. What follows is a physiological modeling which varies depending on the targeted organ. So in the case of the liver, the blood flow circulation, in the case of the heart, the electrical wave propagation, for example. In the case of the lung, that would be the biomechanics, so the lung motion. It's very important to take into account. All those models, they simulate the patient-specific physiological function. Once the organ is created, a virtual simulation of the needed treatment or intervention is performed giving doctors a much clearer and more individualized path for the patient's care. We are building computational models that are based on physical law and that we evaluate using outcome data. So we have a cohort of patients that underwent a specific intervention and we use that to validate or evaluate the virtual intervention model. Individual organs are one way how digital twins are already applied in medical research. But today, there are also other AI-based applications in use in cancer care. They serve to better understand a person's health status in order to predict changes, plan personalized treatment options and hopefully improve outcomes. Let's have a closer look at the patient journey from early detection to follow-up. One of the most important factors for improving outcomes in cancer care is early detection. However, access to screening programs, for example, varies largely depending on geographical, socioeconomic and other factors. In a perfect world, the screening, I believe, should be quick, it should be non-invasive, it should not be expensive and it should be effective so that we have easy to perform everywhere in the world, early screening tools for everyone everywhere. The earlier the disease is predicted, the better the treatment outcome would be. Christian, what is your experience with screening patients for breast cancer? In my practice, every day I have a woman who tells me that her tumor was detected with this mammography screening. The research say that if a woman is feeling the tumor in the breast, the average size is about 2.5 centimeters. And if a gynecologist is detecting the tumor, it's in average two centimeters, a little bit lower. But with the mammography, you can detect tumors with example, three or four millimeters. And the earlier a tumor is detected, the better the prognosis. It's really the best system to get the data early and don't wait until the tumor is growing and the outcome is worsening. For Christian, treating disease early and effectively is also about easing the burden on the healthcare system. It's a great challenge that we prevent diseases like breast cancer that can be avoided or detected early. 
it's important because all the health economic systems are so burdened, are so at the edge in the moment because of lack of financial power that we have to avoid these diseases. Earlier detection empowered by digital twins may decrease the amount of care necessary and improve outcomes. As such, more time, energy and money is freed up. We need the money for all the development and all the new technology systems and methods and, and diagnostics what we're talking about. And this is the only chance we have. An accurate diagnosis is crucial when creating a treatment strategy for a cancer patient. With digital twins, the level of data integration possible could enable doctors to explore a variety of options and increase precision in treatment. Christian shares his experience here. Take a case. For example, there is a breast cancer patient, 46 years old. Breast cancer detected in an advanced stage with a lymph node. This situation is typical for about 20,000 patients in Germany every year. And then mammography, MR mammography, sonography, ultrasound were done and the data were collected. The first step is to get very valid reports about the patients. The next step is to combine this with big data analysis from thousands of breast cancer patients worldwide. Compared with the standard of care, the data integration incorporated in digital twins could create actionable insights, says Chloe. In the standard clinical practice, physicians often read and integrate specific data from medical report or medical imaging, and from there they derive a diagnosis that is as robust as possible. Having this in mind, digital twins can be viewed as the next level of data integration, where the clinician would have the possibility to create the statistical view of the data that involve a vast amount of clinical data that would otherwise be impossible for a human to, to analyze. And this could support clinicians with decision-making by putting each situation into the bigger picture. This patient clinical condition at this specific moment in time can be integrated with diagnostic data from millions of previous cases and the range of value can be observed against the healthy population or a group of patients suffering from the same disease. And by combining all those different data, clinicians could uh, determine more precisely a particular disease condition or a particular medication that is likely to help in this case. Digital twins are not limited to diagnostic imaging data. One could integrate, for example, genetic and molecular information into the twins. As a result, practitioners would have access to an even more accurate representation of their patients. Over time, the twins can be enriched with the new medical and personal information and evolve further. We want to represent the anatomy and the physiology of a specific patient. So all those models, they need to be personalized using a specific individual. And this model, they should also evolve over time. The digital twin needs to represent accurately the patient at every point in time. 
so that we can update the model and it can represent more accurately at every time point. Perhaps the most incredible potential from the digital twin comes from the opportunity for more personalized therapy. For Christian, as a radiation oncologist, it's all about the level of precision that the twin could make possible. In radiotherapy, we always say our beam is in sub-millimeter controlled by the radio-oncologist. But the main question is how good is the data where the tumor is located? I want to go a step further. I would say the cooperation between the radiologist and the radiotherapist is essential to make the most accurate planning. We both need information about the possibilities of the systems so we can make a more precise diagnostics and based on this, a more precise planning. In radiotherapy, it's key to be able to increase tumor control while reducing toxicity. It is about delivering a high dose to the tumor while sparing the healthy tissue surrounding it. If the digital twin allows us to collect more data, then it would be such a gain for the radiotherapy. We can collect the data, we can analyze the data, and we can answer these questions more valid and more precisely than it's now possible. With personalized information, doctors would no longer have to base therapeutic regimes on population data, but adapt to the individual patient needs. The issue is that those guidelines, they are based on statistics done on the entire population. But what is based on average might not be the best treatment for a specific individual. So because the patient condition only determines his or her position on the guidelines and therefore the recommended therapy, this is very limited factor. The detailed knowledge of the patient clinical data, the physiology can help refining the decision-making to select the best treatment for one patient at a particular moment in time. Chloe gives an example of a current standard treatment option in the case of lung cancer. There is one treatment option that is called stereotactic body radiation therapy or SBRT. We observe that some patients do respond to this treatment and when patient responds, it's a very effective treatment, but some patients are not responder. And usually when we observe that they are not responder, it's often too late to take other action. If a digital twin would be available for those patients, doctors could predict whether they would respond to the treatment or not, even before it happens. Using the entire clinical information about the patient, the genetic information, as well as having patient-specific physiological model can actually help in the patient selection by differentiating a priori the patient response pattern. So by identifying the patient that would respond to the one that would not respond to the treatment. So therefore, such model could help in selecting early other therapy option for the patient whose digital twin predicted that they would not respond. And this would eliminate the need for therapy change in the hope that the one with the best outcome would come up. This way, 
the patient would not suffer from the side effects arising from an ineffective treatment. Furthermore, the twin could help to save the associated costs. The clinician could use the digital twin to test different treatment protocols in advance and select the more efficient one for one given patient so that the procedure would be tailored precisely for each patient. That means doctors could even perform multiple treatment scenarios on the twin and predict their outcomes before even physically coming into contact with the patient. In the case of liver cancer, a digital twin could assist in surgical planning. Here's Chloe. A surgeon could use a digital twin to navigate the digital representation of the liver before operating on it. So the cancer surgeon would be able to precisely evaluate how a tumor is positioned related to healthy tissue, and he could simulate virtually the resection, for example, and compute the remaining liver function, which is something vital to assess to decide if it's safe to go for a surgery or not. Another aspect is to provide the ability to simulate in advance how an organ would respond to a treatment if you change different parameters in the treatment set, giving the physician the possibility to predict the effectiveness of the intervention, to better understand the potential side effects and to limit them, and to accelerate the operation by avoiding the unnecessary treatment. By avoiding ineffective therapies and enabling less invasive therapy options with digital twins, patients could potentially experience faster recoveries, shorter hospital stays, and, in turn, a better quality of life. It's a sandbox to look at cause and effect, like an experiment. When we change some factors, like therapy regimens or dose in, in radiotherapy, then the question is, what is the difference in months, years and centuries? And to make it easy to look at these different possibilities and the different permutations of cases, the digital twin is a wonderful take. It's like a sandbox. It's like a possibility to starting from different conditions and looking what comes at the end. And it doesn't stop there. Also, when it comes to follow-up care, Christian sees potential for a digital twin and explains its application in managing recurrence. And the reiteration is also a very interesting object for the digital twin because with a digital twin I will be able to estimate the risks of side effects or the possibility itself to make a reiteration. Before I try this with the patient, I need every data I can get. It's so important for the patient to get a second chance in case of relapse for longer survival because the life expectancy is increasing. So we have more and more cases in oncology and reoccurrence of tumor will be more and more a challenge in the oncology. This is clear. If we have the possibility to make the therapy strategies more transparent and more precise and combine this with data, then we have the possibility to make more precise predictions for these patients. Practitioners 
have treated cancer for centuries, having to wait for physical results to manifest before they know whether a treatment was effective or not. With digital twin technology, medical science continues to transform exponentially. We may have the ability to watch scenarios play out before the patient has a single treatment in the future. Here's Christian one last time speaking on the potential. You can only live one life, I say. It's not possible to say, oh, stop, rewind like a video recording. <laughs> It's not possible. But in case of digital twin, you can stop, rewind and start at a certain point. While we still have quite a way to go before implementing the digital patient twin, a fully individualized digital avatar of a patient preloaded with their entire medical history and continually updated with real-time health data, it's incredible to think of the potentials the technology has. The digital twin technology can bring us closer to precision medicine and change cancer care as we know it. If you are interested in learning more about this topic, check out our episode on patient twinning from September 2022. From early detection to diagnosis to treatment to follow-up, cancer care could be reframed. The life of patients and their families could be transformed for the better. The work of physicians and care teams could be dramatically optimized. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Healthcare Perspectives, a podcast by Siemens Healthineers. We pioneer breakthroughs in healthcare for everyone, everywhere. Subscribe to us and always get the latest episode in your podcast feed. Or visit siemens-healthineers.com slash podcast for more. The opinions expressed by the guests and contributors in this podcast are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Siemens Healthineers. The statements by Siemens Healthineers customers in this podcast are based on results that were achieved in the customer's unique setting. Because there is no typical hospital or laboratory and many variables exist, e.g. hospital size, samples mix, case mix, level of IT and or automation adoption, there can be no guarantee that other customers will achieve the same results. This podcast describes possible future ideas and concepts. It is not intended to describe specific performance and or safety characteristics of currently planned or future products. Future realization and availability cannot be guaranteed. Some of the products and applications mentioned in this podcast are currently under development. They are not for sale. The future availability cannot be guaranteed. The information in this podcast is based on research results that are not commercially available.